Hey everybody, welcome to episode seven. Seven? Of Did We Just Become Best Friends? Dang, it's been seven of these already? I know, it's, I, we've said it before, but time really does fly when you're in quarantine. I feel like just keeping track of the amount of times you do something, it just, it weirds me out every time. Mm-hmm. Like with everything I ever do, like, you know, like my vlog or my web series, uh, I look at the number and I'm like, that's too many. Why have I done this so many times? Yeah, it's really an exercise in futility, but here we are. Yeah. Doing it. We're doing it again. My name's Reese. My name's Brandon, and we don't know each other all that well, but I'd say maybe we haven't become best friends, but acquaintances, surely. Yeah, I know a little bit about you. More than I did seven weeks ago, for sure. Oh, infinitely more than seven weeks ago. Yeah. Well, today we're going to be talking about Treasure Planet. Uh, This was my suggestion. Reese's first time uh, watching it. And only time. And only time. You heard it here first, folks. Oh, boy. One and done. Feels like we're going to be having an argument later, so stick around for that. Oh, yeah. But how how was your week? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. What's been new? I made some delicious vegan donuts yesterday. Those were really good. No, they were actually great. So I've been, I've made a handful of donut batches in the past. I've probably done it like four or five Mm. times. And each time I've tried a different recipe, like I did like a Krispy Kreme sort of recipe, and then one time I did like a cakier type. You know, I've tried some different types of donuts. Mm-hmm. Mikey's like whole family is vegan. Her sisters are vegan, and you know, so we wanted to try some vegan donuts because um, okay. most donuts use like sometimes they use eggs, most of the time they use butter, milk. You know, mm. so I was like, all right, we can do this vegan. That's not that. That's not that tricky. And so we did, and they actually turned out to be the best donuts yet. Like really fantastic stuff. I had some help from. Mikey's brother-in-law, who's like a pretty good baker, um, but he does a lot of breads and stuff. He's never made donuts before. So he was like, he brought the finesse into the dough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he, he was probably a big part of it. But they were fantastic donuts. I'll make them for you someday, maybe. Oh, I would I would love that. What do you what do you put in them? We didn't, so we just did a, like a regular sugar glaze. Like it's basically just a bunch of powdered sugar and then mm-hmm. a little bit of milk and a tiny bit of vanilla and some vegan butter and you just mix it up and you just drop them in and that's that's pretty much it but honestly they were really good just on their own without the glaze and then I also did like a, a cinnamon sugar kind of thing it was they were okay. pretty fantastic but is uh no yeast dough no it's got yeast but can you really call it vegan is, is yeast is yeast not vegan I don't know if it counts as vegan. It is a bunch of tiny microorganisms. Oh, geez. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, kind of like how this new lab-grown meat stuff is not vegan. Like, it's throwing me for a loop. How is that not vegan? Because it's it's from, like, it's made from cells. I don't know. Exactly. It's really weird. I don't quite understand it either. But that's what I'm hearing. I'm not anyway. vegan, so I don't get to make the rules. Neither am I. I, w- I would say that, that a vegan could probably have some lab, uh, lab-grown meats. Yeah, I mean, I would say that about eggs, too. Like, what's the big deal as long as you... you especially if, like, you're getting them from, like, a, a local place, like, not a big factory farm or whatever. Like, eat mm-hmm. some eggs. You know, they're gonna, they're gonna shit them I, out anyway. They're not gonna hatch. They're just gonna go in the trash. Exactly. But, you know, I, you know teach their own. It's, you know, if you're a vegan and that's what makes you happy, more power to you. I feel that. I've had this conversation with Mikey a bunch, and maybe it's gonna make me sound like a lunatic. I'm not sure. Um, but I think the whole like vegan vegetarian thing is like, it's just too much for me. Like I, I obviously, uh, respect the hell out of it. Like I, I'm 
basically a vegetarian, but I cave to chicken a lot and sure. the occasional bacon, which I'm trying to trying to stop that. But my whole view of it is that, you know, there are people who do it because they just can't fathom the thought of eating an animal, which I get, mm. you know, that makes sense to me. But then there are people who do it because of the environmental aspect of it, which I also get. But it's one of those things like worrying about your carbon footprint when <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> you know, giant corporations who are doing most of the harm anyway. And like mm-hmm. you just not eating meat or, uh, you know, dairy products or whatever ultimately doesn't make a huge difference. Um, yeah. And so I feel like it's good just to be conscious of it, try not to support the bad things, try to continue to support the good things. Um, I guess I just try to avoid labels when it comes to my diet at all costs. I know that Jersey tried to go vegetarian when she was in like fifth or sixth grade. Oh, yeah. Because she didn't like the idea of eating animals. Yeah. But the problem with that is there's only like two vegetables that Jersey will eat. <laughs> and that's broccoli and carrots. Still to this day? For the most part, wow. yeah. She doesn't mind like bell peppers and onions, but they do like get acidy in her stomach yeah. so she doesn't like to eat those for that reason interesting but most of everything's just taste i get that but so the year that she went vegetarian she ate like 90 percent just bread and pasta mm-hmm. and that's i mean that's technically vegetarian oreo so. oreos are vegan so oh you could just survive off good of oreos if you wanted to be vegan maybe going vegan would be easier than i thought yeah well again i want to i want to just reiterate that i'm not saying that veganism or vegetarianism is bad I'm probably. I am saying that I couldn't do it. I am a weak, weak boy. Oh, I definitely couldn't do it. Yeah, but I. I don't know. I think that uh, instead of like holding yourself to that standard, it's also just good to consciously do better. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. just as good as being a vegan, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? How's your? Let's stop. Let, let me stop talking, please. Like, shut me up. Yeah, go for it. Go for not talking. My week was tough. Got the shot on Monday. Tuesday, I was just tired, couldn't do much. Wednesday, I had chills and was tired, so I couldn't do much. Thursday, I don't know if it was the shot, but I had a pretty gnarly headache. But then I was like, it's been so long since I got the shot, maybe this is just unrelated. Hmm. So I didn't do much for the first half of the week. And then Friday, got back to working on the stairs. Oh, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, did stair work, pulled out some baseboard. Nice. Cut some treads to cover up the the stair skeletons nice and that's where we're at we're taking today off because yeah you need a break yeah so damn sounds like the vaccine hit you hard it did it, it took me out for a couple days wow i really lucked out i guess i i got i got my second shot on tuesday i forgot about that mm-hmm. and tuesday evening i had a headache and like my arm really hurt but wednesday i was fine like i was really not bad i felt a little nauseous in the morning but before long i was feeling pretty good nice but um, but then Mikey got hers later in the week, and she was not so good. So mm. I think it's just a, it's a weird thing that happens from person to person. Oh, something else, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been having some tooth problems, and oh, no. I have never experienced this before. I've gone almost 25 years without a cavity. I've always had very healthy teeth, very proud, never had braces. You know, I just didn't spend much time at the dentist as a, mm-hmm. a child or young adult. Lucky you. Yeah, until now. I felt like I had a cavity. Not that I knew what that felt like, but I could, like, <laughs> kind of see it. And I was like, oh, that doesn't look good. So I went. It is a cavity. 
had to get a root canal. Oh, Bummer. Boy. That's a big cavity. I know, right? Like, first first cavity, and they're like, let's just get rid of the whole fucking tooth. Mm-hmm. Or whatever they do. I really don't know. So, on Thursday, I go in for this root canal, and, like, I didn't look into it. They told me it would take, like, an hour or something, but mm-hmm. I was like, okay, whatever. I was sitting in this chair for, like, an hour and a half, and I was like, all right. I got, I got to the point in my head where I was like, all right, this has been taking a really long time something's wrong like there's no way that they're just (laughs) plugging away at this for so long and so they like they lift me out of the chair they're like all right well here's here's the deal you need to come back because we can't finish (laughs) this today i was like what are you serious like yeah it just like your tooth is breaking up into little pieces and it's just really difficult to clean it all out and it's going to take me probably another hour and i don't want to rush it so you're going to come back in two weeks oh boy fuck so I was supposed to have this done with tomorrow. Like I was supposed to get my crown tomorrow and be done with it. Now mm-hmm. I have to go back to get the second half of a root canal done. And it really sucks. Like this Friday and Saturday, I was in significant pain. And I've like mm-hmm. never had tooth pain before. So I didn't know what that was like. It's awful. It's That's really real shitty. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't chew on my left side. And um, the pain's gone down, luckily, but... I just want this to be over with so bad. Yeah, I believe it. So it's been a pretty eventful week, it turns out. When I was a kid, I had a lot of cavities. But getting them when you're a kid is like the best time to get them. I mean, yeah, in terms of time to get them. I still have, like it continued into when I had my adult teeth for a while. So a couple of my molars have like porcelain fillings that are slightly different color than the rest of my teeth. Yeah. But since I've been like 14, 15, I haven't had any cavities which is really nice. I've even been like really good at, f- at flossing for the past several years. Like I went a mm-hmm. while without flossing, but you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, consistent with it. I've flossed several times a week, you know, several times you got to floss every single night. I know it's hard though. Like sometimes uh, you know, I fall asleep on the couch and then I wake up and it's one thirty, and I'm like, my mm. breath tastes like sewage. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't have time to floss. I'm just going to brush and get to bed you know like that happens pretty frequently i feel like do you floss every single night i do now wow obviously back when i was a child i flossed zero nights yeah so you had that that childhood trauma that really forced you to become a regular flosser it wasn't that that made me a good brusher but the flossing comes from just having lived with jersey for four years oh yeah uh jersey has two implanted fake teeth she has to floss to keep her gums like healthy Mm-hmm. and keep those from deteriorating. And so just from living with her, she's like, I always have flaws, and I floss every single night. And I was like, wow. I guess I probably should. Good for y'all. Since I got it and I'm here. That's pretty amazing. I So I, like, it took me months to, like, learn how to floss because I, I never really did it growing up. And, oh, what was that, that, Reese? I don't know. I really don't know. You scared me, though. I still don't know what it is. <laughs> anyway. I, so I used to use those little, like, plastic flosser things. You just, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're terrible for the environment. Like, it's just single-use plastics that, you know, they just get... You find them all over the place. Once you start looking for them, you'll find those little flosser things everywhere. They're just on the ground. Just, like, anywhere you go, I swear to God, look for them. I believe um, And so I was like, I have to stop using these. These are really bad. Uh, and so I went a little while without flossing. And then I was like, man, I just got to... I got to grow up and learn how to floss. And so that was my uh, 
beginning of quarantine thing is I just taught myself how to floss with actual floss, which is like kind of an embarrassing <laughs> skill to learn in your it's, early 20s, but I did it. I'm good at it now. Well, good for you. You know, you taught yourself something that most children can do. Yep, exactly. It's just like, it's tricky. Like, you know, like, I feel like most of the time I just cut the circulation off on my fingertips because mm-hmm. I just wind it around so tight. It's And I have to use so much. It's just a hassle. I'm, I'm not very good at it, actually. I shouldn't say that. But I'm I'm perfecting the skill, the art of flossing slowly. That's good. Yeah. All right. This is a good episode already. Oh yeah, we're I don't think we even deep. need to talk about Trash Planet. I think we can just keep going. Reese, what the fuck? It was bad, dude. Like, it's not a good movie. You shut your goddamn mouth. As far as, like, children's movies go, this was maybe my least favorite. It was least one of those movies. Ch- yeah, you heard me right. You heard me. Because, you know, there's a lot of Disney animated movies that are fun to watch as an adult. This isn't one of them. This is like, kids are stupid. They need a farting alien to keep them entertained. They need, like, a cool, hip protagonist who's like, fuck authority, but also, I've got daddy issues. Couldn't stand it. Hated the, like, there was that whole sequence with, like, that song where it was, like, I don't know. It was dumb. It looked pretty, some of it. You attack the movie, and then... You have the gall to go after John Rzeznik for his musical prowess? Is is that the guy who sang that song? Like, I yeah. thought the the score was fine. It was acceptable. It was a Disney he didn't score, score the whole movie, but he did that song. And yeah, the there's like that song. one montage where he it's like, I'm gonna be the very best. Or, you know, however, it wasn't the Pokemon song, but it was basically that. And it was really dumb. Big eye roll. Uh, I hated most of the characters. Nope. Mm-mm. I hated all the characters. I liked the okay. I did like the uh, the rock guy who who died. The like the the second in command on the ship. He was pretty cool, but everyone else was really annoying. Especially the doctor dude. The that the dog thing. Oh my god! Dr. Delbert him. Doppler. Oh my! Throw him overboard. Couldn't stand that guy. Niles from Frasier. And then halfway go through. After- yeah, I'm going David after Hyde him. Pierce. I'm going after Emma Thompson. I'm going after Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I'm going after all. Of, I don't care if it was a stack. Going after cast. Brian Murray. I'm definitely going after Martin Short. Who? Sure. I can't, I can't believe that. Halfway through the movie, I'm like, all right, the worst is behind us. Hopefully, they had the gall, the audacity to introduce Ben, the dumbest fucking robot character I've ever seen. Ever hated him. So That's annoying. Fair. He, he wasn't even better when he got his brain fixed. He stayed annoying. I did not like this movie at all. And I and you know what? Shame on you. Shame, Shame on, on you, you. for no. not recognizing. I'm not going to say it's a masterpiece. I can't believe you made me watch it. But it's incredibly this. good. And yet you do have to. There Dude, are who, parts that you overlook when remembering it. Like Ben is super annoying. They're all annoying. And it's like, uh, it sucks kind of when he shows up because it's not great. But. It was just, it was a very unimaginative movie. How familiar are you with Treasure Island? Zero familiarity. Okay. None of it. But you know what? I don't care. That, uh, it doesn't seem like I should be familiar with the source material in order to like this children's movie. You shouldn't have to in order to enjoy it. All right, but tell me, what am I missing? Why, why do you like this movie? I like it because it's beautiful. It's a lot of fun. 
I did watch it as a child, so I'm sure that affects it in some way. But I don't think I would need to have watched it into a child as a child to enjoy it today. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I hate any of the characters except Martin Short's Ben. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty. Like I, I liked. Um, it was one of those weird, like early two thousands, like mostly two D animation, but they, you know, they're like, oh, we're hip, we're cool, we got some. There were three some types of animation. Name them. What are they? There was standard 2D animation, there was CGI 3D animation, and there was a special type of animation that Disney uses. I don't remember the It has a weird Disney name, but it's what they use for, like, the ships. Okay. And a lot of the landscapes. That's interesting. Yeah, some of it looked really nice. Um, but for the most part, I thought the character designs were really bad. Like, I thought that Jim, half the time, looked like his face was lopsided, like, they couldn't quite figure out the angle that they were going for, and they didn't give him enough features to make it clear. So, like, there are some shots where, like, his eye was just way lower than the other, but it, <laughs> but like, it didn't look like he was looking the other direction or something. It just looked like they fucked up his face. Why were, why were he and his mom the only human characters? That was weird. Were there any other humans? I don't think so. Like, why I do guess that? John Silver's human. Who's that? The cyborg. Oh, is he? Yeah. He doesn't look human. That's because he got a robot arm and leg. All right. All right. Fine. It was just what, like, everything about this movie made it seem like, all right, this is made for kids. Only kids are going to like this. And as far as I can tell, you might be the exception. This movie's having a great time on the internet as, like, hey, remember this movie? It didn't get enough love as a child. I did look it up before talking to you, and I did see a lot of underrated classic. This movie rocks. I liked it when I was a kid, and it's even great now. And I'm like, you guys are dumb. I think maybe you're the one who's dumb in this situation. I really I really don't shit on movies often, but this one just rubbed me the wrong way. Okay, well, I, I get it, but you are wrong. And maybe did you hurt yourself, brain injury, before you watched it? No, I was I was vibing. I made, I ate you know, four and a half donuts and then sat down. I was like, here we go. And, uh, it, like it was, it spoiled my donuts. It ruined my donut high. It sounds to me like you spoiled the donuts. My favorite part about this movie is that it was only like an hour and a half long. It's a quick one. Yeah. I didn't have to suffer through it for that long. Can't believe you. Oh, what about the, (laughs) at the end when he's like, He's like, oh, I got to go uh, teleport us home. Let me just, like, get this janky piece of whatever and use it as a little scooter. And it just, like, stops working. And then he's like, let me bang it against this wall. And then all of a sudden it works great. Uh, clearly the igniter had failed. So he had to create friction against the metal in order to create okay. sparks and reignite the fuel source. Okay. I don't – how could you not get that? Yeah, I mean, I guess – I'm trying to think of other plot. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, that's not how black holes work. And like I can kind no, of forget. I can kind of forgive the whole black hole thing. But they were deep into the black hole, and then they were like, "All right, they we're gonna ride this way." Event horizon. <laughs> I'm like, "All right, you could have like just not pushed them all the way through the black hole." I yeah, those gripes are they're fine. Like whatever, it's it's whatever. But yeah, I just I didn't like this one. I I don't know. There's so many better animated films that are directed towards kids that are like not stupid. What are what are your top animated children's movies? 
The Iron Giant, probably number one. Okay. Have you seen The Iron Giant? That's been a while. Yeah, it's really hard to find. Like, it's not. I don't think it's streaming anywhere. Like, you basically have to buy it because it's not. A, it's not Disney, but it's fantastic. Uh, any of the uh, Miyazaki movies I really love. Those are just fantastic. It looked like. Sure. Uh, have you seen some of those? It looks like you watched some of them on HBO. I've watched a fair few. I'm not big on Totoro. Really? See, like Totoro is just like straight up for kids. Yeah, Totoro that's is. a very. But it's like you have to watch as a child. Right. But I didn't. I watched it just like two or three years ago. It's just Mm -hmm. one of the it's just so calming and so sweet. It's one of those movies that like, you know, if I have kids in the future, it's one that they'll grow up with. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's just like there's nothing wrong with that. movie. Yeah. I mean, it's a very simple story for for children. What what else did you say, though? Uh, Howl's Moving Castle. I like Uh, Spirited Away is good. We watched Princess Mononoke. Oh yeah, that one's badass. That one we were I was like, it's good, but mm-hmm. it felt too long while I was watching it. I feel it. that for sure. That might be all the Miyazaki movies I've seen. Yeah. I think I've I've seen those. I've seen Kiki's Delivery oh, Kiki's. Service. That one's good. I'm missing a few. I've seen like uh The Wind Rises and something else. I've seen a couple of other ones. Um but yeah, I'm trying to think, like, what other animated movies do I really like? I don't know, I'd have to I'd have to do some searching. I don't think I have very many animated movies like on my top movie list i'm kind of i'm kind of bad at that you know sure but I, I respect the the art form like i always i i was sad when i realized that like 2d animation was dying or effectively mm-hmm. dead you know like like you know like when uh princess and the frog came out and i was like wow it's a spectacle that they have a a 2d disney movie again mm-hmm. but yeah there there's some really good ones that are not specifically made for kids that I like a lot, obviously. Like, I remember one that I watched in film school. It's called Tokyo Godfathers. It's about these, um, like, three homeless people who find a baby on Christmas in Tokyo or something. I saw it a few years ago, but I loved it. It was just so good. It's obviously not a movie made for kids, but it's just a brilliant piece of filmmaking that just happens to be animated. But, yeah, I don't know. Iron Giant's, like... The cream of the crop for animated kids movies, if you ask me. This one's like not the cream. What's the opposite of the cream of the crop? It's like the sludge of the scum of the earth. That's a there you go. That's what it is. It's not that. Yeah, pretty close though. Mm, I'm gonna have to disagree with you pretty hard here. All right, I'm sorry. I'm just upset that your last two picks have been brutal for me. Mortal Kombat was rough for everyone involved. That was yeah, that was difficult. I don't know. I guess all I can say to defend it from your opinions is that it's very loyal aside from being in space to Treasure Island the book, the okay. classic piece of American literature. In what ways though? Like instead of falling into a black hole, do they like fall into a typhoon or something? That one I'm not 100% sure about. I feel like it's probably a whirlpool. A whirlpool, that's the word I'm looking for. But Ben is a hermit who's part of Captain Flint's crew who was marooned on the island for several years. Uh, Long John Silver, the inspiration. Is that what the fast food restaurant is named after? I would I would hazard a guess that that is what it's wow. named after. But Long John Silver is the inspiration for the classic picture of a pirate that we have today. Okay, that's The idea of pirates, as we think of them today, came from Treasure Island and Long John Silver's depiction. Interesting. 
Long John Silver was the cook on the ship. He was also the head of the pirates that end up uh, doing a mutiny on the captain that uh, Jim Hawkins and I don't know what the doctor's name. Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, sure. Dr. Doolittle. He hires a crew. He hires a captain. It's this movie, but in book form. All right. I, I mean, I respect that. I I mean, ultimately, the plot of the movie is not what I hated. It was a fun little adventure. Obviously, pretty... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Good movie, yeah. I agree. I can't think of what I was trying to say. It's, uh, wow, I really just am blanking on the word. It's like the, it's like when you know what's going to happen before it happens. Predictable. Predictable is the word I was looking for. <laughs> Pretty predictable, obviously, and that's sure. fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I also just like, okay, what is, what is the deal with Morph? Is Morph in the actual, is he a thing? Is he like a parrot? I believe he's a parrot. Okay. I would have preferred that because... There were so many just dumb jokes with Morph that added nothing. That was one of the things where, like, where how I was saying that it was just unoriginal in that, okay, let's just give him a shape-shifting sidekick to, like, have all these dumb visual gags that are just so uninspired. Yeah, he's a parrot in a sense. He parrots Okay, he I sees. get that. that makes sense. It's stupid, but that makes sense. No, I get it. I definitely, rewatching it, I think that there's too much they do to appease children. But, I mean, that was the that was just how animation was in the, the early 2000s. I guess, but that doesn't mean that it's a good movie. Like, why do, why do so many people on Letterboxd love this movie so much? I don't know. Maybe they can just see past the annoying children parts better than you can. Perhaps. Or maybe they just watched it when they were children. Maybe. And they've gotten some nostalgia for it. Jersey didn't see it as a child. And, Does uh, she like she's it? Seen, she likes it. Okay. I don't know if she likes it as much as I do. When yeah. that John Resesnick bop hits, I, I start grooving. It's bad. Oh, my God. That was the that is just thing I've ever seen. The time that this movie was made. I know. I know. It's like uh, in my favorite movie, Spider-Man 2, when he's he's getting ready to go see Mary Jane's play. Mm-hmm. And that that jet song starts playing. It's like so early two thousands, <laughs> but in like in like the funniest way. But at least it's like kind of a banger of a song. This one was not that. I'm still here by John Rzesnik, lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls, is a oh, certified that's who banger. That was okay. That makes sense. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I didn't want to. I watched this last night, and I didn't want to rate it last <laughs> night because uh, I didn't want you to see. Um. It, uh, two star, one and a half stars? Ooh, I don't know. You gotta put it above Mortal Kombat. Yeah, what did I give? I gave Mortal Kombat one and a half. One and no, a half. No, you know what? I don't know. I, I genuinely, Mortal Kombat was maybe a more entertaining viewing experience than this. I think I'm gonna put it at one and a half. That's how, that's how little I liked this movie. But honestly, if I had to, if I had to pick, I, I would, I would watch Mortal Kombat again. Here's my only gripe with Treasure Planet. That's a hard stand you're taking. I'm looking at the poster for Treasure Planet. I'm just remembering Jim's... Like, if it was just the undercut haircut, he'd look fine. But they give him a little fucking rat tail on Uh, top of his undercut. Oh, they did. They really did. That's like, ugh, guys, don't do me like this. All right, one and a half stars. Maybe maybe not the kindest rating, but that's what it gets. I'm rating it right now, and I'm giving it 
four and a half stars. Oh my god! It yeah, went, and I saw you gave Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon three stars. I think. Yeah, I mean it's not my. I I liked it. I think three stars is a is a. No, you fun. gave it. You gave it three and a half. Yeah, I think that's a. That's, this is a fun movie. That's a fair. That's it's not fair. what I'm gonna seek out. Sure. But really, but really, Treasure Planet is a full star better in your in your opinion than Crouching in, Tiger. In my opinion, I would watch Treasure Planet thirty times before I got bored and went to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's nostalgia. See, you're you're influenced by the power of nostalgia. Maybe you're not thinking clearly. But I'm never gonna be able to see this movie without nostalgia. So this is part. It's part of the viewing experience for me. I can't separate them. Fair. Okay. All right. No, 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 I, I get it. Maybe if you hit me with a with a memory wiper, I could watch both and decide. No, that's fine. I understand. I'm, uh, you know, one and a half is that's a rough rating, and I I feel bad. Like it doesn't make me feel good to do that. But that that was my uh, gut reaction, and if I if I somehow stumble upon this movie again in the future, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen. Then maybe I'll change my mind. <laughs> that it's it's happened before. I've you know been really harsh on a movie and then liked it the next time. But um, yeah, I'm gonna try to not watch this movie ever again. Well, maybe for like episode 100, we can go and we can rewatch some movies. Oh no, <laughs> that we need no. to give a second shot to. <laughs> not this one. Ah, uh, well, I'm maybe. just looking through my letterbox. What what else have you watched this week? Did you watch any other movies? I didn't watch any other movies. I've been. I was Watch playing video the... games. What are you playing? Borderlands 3. Nice. I play a lot. I've been playing Digimon Cyber Sleuth Sun. Oh, yeah? Talking about that. I haven't been playing like a whole lot because I've mostly just been playing a little bit at night to wind down after putting stairs together. Yeah, for sure. That's good. I, I like watched some good movies this week. Um, What'd you watch? I was having a tough time. Like, like uh, I'm looking through March. I only watched like nine movies which is really low for me that's that would be a lot for me i i average like 15 or 16 i'm usually watching a movie every other day or so okay yeah last month not so many so i've been trying i've been actively trying to watch more like just making time to watch more movies and so i watched after crouching tiger hidden dragon i watched um akira kurosawa's dreams which to me was a five-star movie it was a movie from 1990 akira kurosawa Famous Japanese director who made Seven Samurai, probably his most famous movie. Five stars. Five star movie. That's it's, the most number of stars. Exactly. It uh, it's just it's how many is it? It's like eight little vignettes. So it's like eight short films that make up this one two hour movie, mm-hmm. and uh, they're his dreams. Like he adapted his dreams into this movie, hmm. and some of them are really touching and beautiful and some of them are horrifying and told in the order that they are it just makes for a really interesting movie it was really great i loved it so much martin scorsese played vincent van gogh in one of these dreams it was awesome then i made mikey watch rocky for the first time the original sylvester sloan movie Mm -hmm. uh i was i used to be a huge fan of the rocky movies so it was good to get her on board we're gonna try to watch through the rest of them um, nice. She liked it. I love it. Then I watched Captain America: The First Avenger. I had First actually, Avenger. yeah. I so I okay. thought that I saw it. I I I remember seeing it at some point when it came out. I must have fallen asleep because the only scene I remembered was when uh, when Bucky falls off the train and dies. That was the only thing I remembered about it at all. Turns out it was a really good movie. I liked it a lot. 
Three yeah. and a half stars. I like the first one a lot. Yeah. Good little superhero World War II movie. Or yeah, World War it was fun. Uh, World War II? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Hitler. I think... Obviously. <laughs> I think uh, maybe Wonder Woman was World War One. That's right. I think that's right. Um, yeah, really good, though. Pleasantly surprised. I'm excited to... I have seen the other Captain America movies, but because I'm enjoying Falcon and the Winter Soldier so much, I'm trying to, like, rewatch those. Then, uh, I watched Scooby-Doo, the 2002 masterpiece. Masterpiece. Now, yeah. it's not that good. I, so, that was one that I, I am filled with nostalgia for. I loved those movies growing up, and I was I was excited to see it there on HBO Max. So, mm-hmm. we watched the first one, and it's re- the cast is just so good. Just mm-hmm. such a great cast. The movie just doesn't hold up. It's just... It's not a good movie, but there are some really funny moments. It's just, yeah, like Matthew Lillard, uh, Sarah so Michelle great. Gellar, Freddie Prince. Um, shit, what's I always forget who plays Velma. Velma is... Every single time I forget. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Linda Cardellini. Okay, Linda I remember Cardellini. that without without looking it up. She's great. He looked She's it so up. Hot. I saw it on I did. I was, I was looking it up. I saw on his phone that he looked I it was, up. <laughs> I was in the process, but I didn't need to. I had such a crush on her and Sarah Michelle mm. Gellar growing up. And now I have a crush on Matthew Lillard. So it's funny how that works out. Sorry, we're getting through these. And then the last one I watched this week was Moonlight uh, from 2016, which I had never seen before. It won sure. Best Picture that year. That was the and winner. Just, I knew it yeah, was nominated. I didn't remember. Yeah, I just uh, never never got around to it. Really great. Very sad. Really beautiful. Four and a half stars. And that's my letterbox recap of the week. Wow. All of all of which were significantly better than Treasure Planet is what I'm getting at here. I, don't know. I would say if I was to rate him just on goodness, I don't know, the quality of the plot and storyline, I would put Treasure Planet above Scooby-Doo. That's fair. I, I You know, I get that. Probably, yeah. Probably Treasure Planet is just a, a more well-told story. <laughs> I do like Scooby-Doo better, I think, just because the cast so perfectly encapsulates the characters. Yeah. Also, Mr. Bean is in it. Yeah, he's the bad guy and also not the bad guy. And also not, yeah. The Honestly, that's that's like the biggest drawback of the movie is uh, Scrappy-Doo. He's awful. But, I mean, that's the point is that everyone hated him in the cartoons. Is that now, why they did that? Because he just yeah. sucked as a character? They introduced him in the cartoons and everyone was like, this dude fucking blows. Then why, you guys why did him? they bring him for the, like, why did they do that? Because that was the point. It was like, oh, you guys... The audience was so mean to Scrappy Doo that it turned okay. him evil. So and that dumb. was kind of their meta. That's kind of funny, I guess. Joke of it all. There, there were more uh, like weed references than I remembered in in this movie. Like I, I remember like the Mary Jane love interest and like a few other <laughs> things. But there's like there's like that first the uh, like right after the the beginning thing, and then there's like a two years later segment mm-hmm. and then you see the mystery machine and smoke filling yeah, out of smoke it coming out and they're, singing, and they're cooking sandwiches or whatever side. yeah it's so yeah. funny though it's, it's really not good stuff. Uh, it's not subtle about it it was good though i mean it went over my head i didn't know what any of that was talking about when i was six years old <laughs> uh i also started watching cap no not captain america uh falcon and the winter soldier yeah what do you think this so week i'm um, two episodes in the new Captain America really does look like the guy from Up. What? Uh, like like the old man from Up? Yeah, like the old man from Up. Oh, wow. That's funny. When he, when he wears that. his yeah. uh, like a little helmet, it like really yeah. compresses him and makes him look like he's got a wide head, tiny face. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, this, this looks like the old man from Up. That's uh, Wyatt Russell. That's uh, Kurt Russell's son. 
Really? Yeah. I can see that. Some uh, some nepotism for you. Nice. Good. Wait, good I for- was. Yeah, right. I was watching an interview, and he originally auditioned for Captain America that Chris Evans got, and now he plays fucking evil Captain America. It's kind of awesome. U.S. Agent is, I yeah, believe, US his Agent. comics name. Yeah, it's it's good though. Like I, I'm really into it. Like this, like I was talking to Michaela about it because, you know, we've I think we've talked about this before. I'm not a Marvel fanboy. I've, mm-hmm. I've seen the movies, but like I don't I don't really get into them. This show has like made me a fanboy. I'm like, damn, I love Captain America. This shit's awesome. Nice. I'm at a point where it's like they haven't said if the new Captain America is genetically enhanced or not, but it kind of seems like they're implying he's not. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's going to turn out that he is because he's real good at throwing that shield. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see what you think about the end of episode four is uh, pretty wild. So next week we'll have to talk about that. He, I've heard at the end of episode two, someone mentioned Power Broker, and I know that's a comic character that, like, does less ethical superhero experimentation to give people. Oh, see, I don't know anything about that. Like, when Mm. when WandaVision was going on, and everyone on TikTok is, like, throwing out all these theories about Mephisto and all this shit, I'm like, I don't fucking know it. What are y'all talking about? Like, (laughs) I'm just gonna stick to what I see on the screen, (laughs) go from there. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad you're watching it. I really dig the show. I think there's only one episode left. So Yeah, when do they come out? On like Fridays? Fridays, yeah. Cool. Yep, I think this Friday's going to be the last one, so it should be well, good. I'll be all caught up in time to watch yeah, the season nice. finale. Excellent. We'll chat about that a little bit. But the main thing we're going to chat about next week. Oh my God, tell me what it is. Is it Treasure Planet again? We're going to watch Treasure Planet again uh, so that Reese can reevaluate his bad opinions. And we can have a grown-up adult conversation about what made him so wrong this week. Yeah, no, we're actually going to watch 1979's Being There, directed by Hal Ashby. Being there? Being there. Be there. Being there. That's what I said the first time. I just repeated you, that's all. I didn't correct you. Well, it sounded like you were correcting me. No, I, it's it's kind of difficult to say, being there. It's being just one of those, there. Yep. It's, uh, it's sort of a, it's a comedy Okay, that's, that's good. It's got a uh, what's his name, uh, Peter uh, Peter Sellers. It's really good. It's I haven't seen it in a long time. It is on HBO Max until April thirtieth, so we've got okay, some time. You better hurry up. Yeah. Is that why so, you picked it? Because it was on. That a is ticking I saw, clock. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, I was looking at the what's leaving soon, and that's on there, and I was like, all right, this is a good one. I actually own the Criterion Blu-ray, so I'll be watching that oh. version of it. But, all right. Yeah, you know how I am. See, being there, a simple-minded, sheltered gardener becomes an unlikely, trusted advisor to a powerful businessman and an insider in Washington politics. That's it. Don't read anymore. That's all you need to know. Actually, this is this is even a better synopsis. Getting there is half the fun. Being there is all of it. That's 150% of the fun. Ta-da! Yeah, right? If you can get there and be there, you're having more fun than is physically possible. Exactly. And I think that's what we should all strive for. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited to see what you think about that. I'm excited to see what I think about that, because I liked it a lot the first time. Maybe it's even better this time. We'll see. Looks like it's got uh, decent reviews. Yeah, it's a good... It's a classic. So, it's good. But I mean... Treasure Planet had good reviews, too. It does, yeah. That is so. uh, makes me skeptical of the human race. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I hate, yeah, like I said, I hate shitting on movies. This one just really got me in a bad mood. So so All if right. you, I'm just going to say, this, I'll remind you next week, 
if you pick another bad movie, there's going to be hell to pay. Okay, well, I've only intentionally picked one bad movie. Mm-hmm. And then it was your lack of taste that made the second one bad for yeah, you. Okay, all right. sure. For thing. the average person, it's a, it's a good movie. It's a good, fun movie. <sighs> yeah, for the average eight-year-old, it's great. Aren't we all just eight-year-olds and big Not bodies? anymore, Brandon. Not anymore. <laughs> all right, well, that's been it for this week's episode. <laughs> Do we just become best friends? The answer this week is a resounding no. Reese has terrible taste and I don't want to hang out with him anymore. Maybe next week we'll be best friends, but as for now, I'm pretty upset. All right, well, check us out on YouTube. I'm at Dashing Agent. Grumpy Penguin. And uh, audience, I'll see you next week. Reese. Whatever. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.